Okay, so it's a thousand dollar horse, right? And this this is a fast horse. Uh-huh. And the average price of a racehorse in America is seventy five thousand dollars. So it it's more expensive here. People want racehorses here. I see arbitrage opportunity. <laughs> exactly. So my whole idea is you go you go down to Guyana, you find these you find these farmers, right? And you yo 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sam as usual. Dude, I'm so hyped to be talking here and not at Mata UN for once. <laughs> On the front in front of a group of sixteen year olds. Entire weekend spent straight up i was just dying on a hill for the blockchain um i was on like an economics and finance committee and we had to like figure out how we wanted to use like big data to like you know end poverty and stuff like that (laughs) um so yeah no it was basically like it was like a uh it was like a 2v40 basically and i was but i was i defended the blockchain and we ended up implementing it the final resolution so uh wow i was successful on that it was it was pretty cool um I know your weekend was fun. You just were like sick doing homework. Oh, yeah. You know, I've just been on my deathbed for the past week. Um, hey, and then we're going to have fun right now, though. Now we're having the now I'm going to have the best day ever. And once I got off my deathbed, you know, I got to do I got to do homework. So, so much homework. <laughs> a, a, week worth of, a week worth of schoolwork and homework all into my weekend. You need Sam's a plus study habits dude i do <laughs> so we're just like listening to that now. all right yeah, um, I, was, I was sitting there all day all <laughs> just thinking about caffeine just stay up all night all right um we have to start by i just came off of like a weekend of debating and i don't feel like i've gotten all the gas out of the tank so i think we started off Not with at all. talking about elon musk's hostile takeover of twitter so i guess this is like basically old news now this kind of happened like about a week ago um but still relevant enough and i want to talk about it i want to get your opinions on it so for those who don't know the deal that had been in talks for i don't know maybe the past half a year it closed so elon musk bought twitter for i don't know what was it, like 50 billion a lot of money it was um, like 44 billion or something yeah. something like yeah, yeah his 44 billion dollar deal to take yeah, the, over the company is. um and he takes control of the company. He posts a couple memes, like he posts a uh, "Let That Sink In" meme. <laughs> it's like him walking into Twitter holding a sink, <clears throat> classic yeah. Elon. Um, and then he immediately just goes on a firing s- spree. So, um, he fires like the CEO, CFO, um, the chief like legal console person, um, and a couple more executives. So. He basically let the executive team go, and then um, he can't he can't actually afford Twitter. By the way, <laughs> like bro had to oh, like yeah. dump so much Tesla stock to be able to buy Twitter, and now he's like, all right, now there's like pressure to make Twitter profitable. So then he starts revealing Twitter Blue, where if you want a blue check mark, you're gonna pay. It was originally twenty dollars a month. Now it's eight dollars a eight. month. Yeah, and it's just it's a whole Twitter right now is just like pretty divided on this so what are your opinions on um elon's hostile takeover um i think it was like a it seems more like a like it started as a joke and then i think he might have gotten legally binded into it kind of because <laughs> i think he, he purchased the whole company at 420.69 per share Didn't before he, split no that's like 54 bucks oh 
Okay, well, he was he was pushing for 420.69. That, that was the price he wanted, I think. Maybe before he split or something like that, yeah. Maybe. So, um, yeah, Brody, like, he was, like, kind of joking, kind of not joking, and then he was, like, not joking, and then he tried to back out, but then he was, like, too late to back out. So now yeah. um, he went, he doubled down, basically, and he owns it. He's, like, get, doing his whole free speech rant. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have tried that, right? Because let's see, let's see, Kanye tried that. Kanye got he's, banned on Twitter for his anti-Semitic stuff, and now Elon is like, Elon's gonna bring him back. What? Well, Kanye bought a social media platform. Did you see that? He did. Yeah, he bought he he bought some social media platform to make a free speech. He's I, well. There's like Trump's platform, his Truth yeah. Social. Is it Truth? I think you know, Truth got like hacked or something, like a big, big data. I don't know, it, it got trolled at least, but um, yeah. Elon's like saying he'll bring Trump back. Trump is like, nah, I'm gonna stay on Truth Social. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Still, the the Twitter, it, I I'm not here. So he one of the points he made was that in order to verify people, so people don't get like scammed and stuff, you're gonna have to pay eight dollars a month for your blue check mark. I don't see how this is any more secure because now instead of going through like the vetting process, like. You pay eight dollars, you get a blue check mark. I I think I, I'm not even 100 sure how it's gonna work, but now like anyone can impersonate people, and it's funny. People are like making their their name like Elon or something on on Twitter, and then like making a joke saying they're Elon Musk, and they just get banned like instantly. So yeah, so much for free speech, I, I never but, thought about that. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I'm the whole like paying for Twitter thing. If he wants to do like free speech, but then you have to pay to get verified, like. I don't know. Is that against like that um, core principle? But I I feel like they should implement it so you could ve- you pay them to like check your driver's license or your ID like to actually like you know like mm-hmm. give you a real check mark so you can just get verified as anybody. I thought you had to get I thought you had to like be that person. I'm not even 100% sure how his new system is going to work, but basically like, people are like changing yeah, their names to like Elon and stuff. But if you can just buy a checkmark for $8 a month, scams are going to go out of this world and the checkmark oh, is totally. going to become utterly useless. I hope that's $8 a month on top of the past like vetting process to making sure you're like real and stuff. That's what but... I'm saying. Like I, I hope it's just a maintenance on your checkmark. Yeah, yeah. Not like... I mean, maybe it's not, but... But... On top of that, there's all the people, all the Twitter employees complaining about Elon coming into power. And they're all, they're like sending out like different demands. Like, you're going to like give us this, give us that. And this is the part where I actually agree with Elon, where he's saying he's going to fire a lot of Twitter employees. Um, Hear me out. All these employees who work at Twitter um, are, I think they're, like a lot of tech employees are out of touch. Um, they make like they're they're if they don't if they're not getting their two hundred thousand dollar salary with benefits for sitting around and writing one line of code every day. Um, like I think Elon made a good point that like people who aren't like I think all big tech companies over hire like half the people there like oh yeah literally do nothing all day. Um, so I think that's a good point. Like only, if you're a good engineer, like you're gonna have value to get kept otherwise like i don't know i think you don't you don't get to just like sit around and do nothing and get a full salary and benefits like i don't know 
a, a lot of software engineers are out of touch. They go on to like um those blind website forums where you can like ask questions and they're like I'm making I'm only making $160,000 a year plus salary and benefits, but all my friends are making $250,000 a year. I feel like I'm falling behind. Am I worthless? Should I just quit? It's like it's just, <laughs> it's it's bad, dude. It's really bad. They're on Quora asking questions about I, I forgot what it's called there's like an anonymous one where like all the oh. tech employees go to like share salary info but at one point it's just like it's really it's That's, it's bad how out of touch they sound they all need like a little bit of a wake-up call and i think it's gonna serve as that also um meta or facebook since they're um their stock crash they're laying off a ton of people starting this week too so the purge yeah, has begun makes- I don't know about the CS major anymore, man. I was kind of like thinking that because I actually found it interesting. But oh my gosh, literally so many people go into it just because they hear like big salaries and that is totally oversaturated the market. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go listen to, um, to the episode we did on underrated college majors for the future and then I'll, <laughs> then I'll know. Go rethink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe do a little lawyer. <laughs> become a, I'll become a startup lawyer. He's a, a startup lawyer. Become yeah. a psychologist lawyer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go psychoanalyze you and say I'm gonna, I'm gonna pierce into a rain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Do you have any other thoughts on this? Just like I don't know. Do you think it's like justified what he's doing? His his uh, actions. The per- dude, actually- poor dude. The CEO is there for like less than a year and he's out, but he got a massive payout, dude. I was all dude. All of the executives for their severance, they got like millions, like. Yeah. Like I think the CEO got like forty million dollars, so I don't feel that bad. Okay. Kind of actually, no. I don't. I don't feel bad <laughs> no, at all. You can't feel bad at all. He, he got forty forty million dollars. He's set for like a little bit of work. All right, sorry. I'm like, I feel like it's kind of it was kind of justified. Like, I mean, he bought the company, right? So like, why yeah, can't he, he, he determine the, the staff? He he should be able to do whatever he wants to it, since it's his, and he probably has a plan for new like a new ceo like i feel like he probably has someone lined up he's running he just it goes, right now yeah but he, I'm, there's no he's gonna he be able to do it forever he can't split his time <clears throat> between spacex tesla and twitter effectively i don't think i don't think you can be a ceo of that many companies isn't there a law i swear there's a law like maybe that. I don't, well he's basically running it right now um ethically on on him running it i'm like if he I think there is a line between like free speech and hate speech. We'll see uh, where he takes that. But um, I don't know. It's it's Elon. Bros is he he does what he <laughs> he has moved straight to the end and he will do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's Best in Mars right now. Um. <laughs> I should have dude. I should have said I have moved straight to the end during Model UN, <laughs> dude. That would have been a power move. I'm gonna do that next time when I'm trying to negotiate someone. This is my best and final offer. I've moved straight to the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Um, okay. Um, you know, I th- yeah. Go oh, ahead. Before we move I think, on, I think I think Elon's just a little little lost. Maybe he has like maybe a screw loose. I mean, he, I feel like there's no way he's, oh, he's got to be so like- stressed out getting no sleep all the time. Like he's he's doing yeah, a lot. No, bro he, needs he to like sleep. bro needs some me time. He needs to go hit piss missiles at the driving range, and yeah, we should press. I know we should do that. All right. <laughs> Um, I found a networking strategy that I think is top tier. All right. So really? I was watching Mr. Beast video. All right. I love Mr. Beast. And this is the, I went, um, like it was like $1 hotel room, um, versus a hundred or like oh, $1 million I saw this dollar one. hotel room. And, um, 
basically one of the stops he made which i think was easily the best was a private island um and in the video he said he paid fifty thousand dollars for it so i look up the island and it's basically it's a small archipelago called um islas secas off the coast of panama and you can rent out this whole private island for yourself for a night and it does cost around fifty thousand dollars so I mean, if you go during like a standard time, it's actually only thirty-five, only thirty-five thousand um, dollars. If you go during like peak times, it's forty-six thousand dollars. If you go during like festive times, it's like sixty-seven. So it can get expensive. But the thing is, if you're like a moderately well-known person in the business field and you want to make a lot of friends, you could rent out this private island. And then you could just like DM a ton, a ton of homies and be like, hey, come down to Panama for the for the, like a couple days and just hang out on this private island, have fun. And you could do like you could like the deals you close on this trip could easily be worth like, you know, I mean, you'll pay off like the 35K in an instant. So, yeah, I think obviously this can be taken to different levels. It doesn't need to be the private island in Panama. Um, it could be like a cool Airbnb somewhere that's like a thousand dollars. You can take this however far you want. Um, I know the guys from MFM actually did this with their camp MFM thing. They like yeah, got a house that. down North Carolina near Duke. They invited like Mr. Beast and like Hassan Minhaj and like all these other like CEOs and stuff. So it's a it's totally a thing. Um, and you can take this as far as you want. But I just thought that the island was pretty cool. Because, like, that's, like, for real. How do you say no to that? If you're, like... Yeah, like... Even if you're successful. Hey, we got a private island. It's only going to be, like, successful business people. And then you can just, like, say that. You'd be, like... You text... Let's say um, I'm trying to get um, Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates to pull up. Even though Steve Jobs isn't even alive. I text Steve Jobs. Hey, yo, Steve. Bill Gates is coming to this trip on, on a private island. You want to come? And then I text bill and i say oh steve is coming to this trip on a private island and they both end up coming you know it's like that's how, that's how you do the guest list have you, you have seen that ryan Trahan video of him inviting 100 celebrities to his birthday so you have to be like someone <laughs> <laughs> you have to be like well no you get your homies to respond first but like yeah. hey ryan was like come to my birthday party come to my private island that i rented out is like a different thing that's where you get that like that's wow true. factor you know so yeah. I don't know. You can't be like, like irrelevant, irrelevant, but like, yeah, and like, you know, the forty thousand dollars. The how many people can you put on the island? Does it say? Is there like a? I think you lot, can put right? a lot. You can definitely put there. I think like the staff, staffing numbers. Mister B said there's like a hundred people or something like that. It was a lot. I think you'd easily bring like a hundred guests. That you, you'd want to keep like somewhat guests. If you could bring that many people for 30 grand you know you could even split it I, no, it, no you can't say you're gonna split you have to say if the no, 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 flight is paid for well, if Flying you're going with your friends or if you're going with like business friends maybe you can split yeah. it but like yeah i mean it's not bad though to accommodate that many people i thought it was gonna there's be a more. lot going on too for yeah, compared to what he said was the 100 or though i mean the 1 million dollar hotel oh that was lame that one was so bad it's like a mansion with a couple lambos um, it was not that, that was, cool. That this lame. is a hundred percent when there's, I mean, that obviously didn't cost a million dollars, but, um, I don't know. I think the, the $50,000 private island is like actually maybe worth it. No, I think, I think there's value there. We should go. 
We should go. I feel like it's a teen. Yeah, like you, it's a, you said earlier, it's a, it's a teen finance business expense. So if we go, That's it's for the pod, yeah. so we can write it off. So because we oh, definitely have that much, we we spend that much money, and I mean we make that much money to where we can write it off and like. Oh, easily. Yeah, it's we, like we make a lot of money. Well, that'll be after like the four of the G wagons and the, yeah, the boat um, and the boat and the new Ferrari, and the, then the our, t- our studio. Two. Yeah, this the Skyrise studio. The, yeah, at the top of the Burj Khalifa, and the, the yeah, the multiple locations. Yeah. All right. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> Raleigh sent me a TikTok, and it looks pretty cool. Mister, do you like watching movies? Yeah. Do you like eating food? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this place called Taste Film. They're a restaurant. Where you watch a movie and you eat whatever is on screen. So, um, like right now, I think what they're showing, um, they're just showing The Wolf of Wall Street. All right. So, um, okay. you're, you're basically watching The Wolf of Wall Street and then whatever, this isn't like Europe, by the way, this, their location is in, in London. So, you're watching The Wolf of Wall Street. Whatever they're eating on screen, um, you're eating too. So, I mean, I, you're not gonna like, be like snorting a line of cocaine when they're snorting a line of cocaine, but um, oh, what's the point? I know, uh, but <laughs> there, it's it'd be pretty. I think it'd be pretty cool. It's a pretty cool idea. Um, I think it'd be a fun experience. They seem to be like selling out and stuff. Other movies, there's like American Psycho. So I don't know if you're like eating like blood and stuff i know i'm guessing they just like give you like red wine or something like that but i they try to make it as authentic as possible so you get it's about like um 75 dollars or 75 pounds euros whatever your currency is per person but that's like a multi-course like you're eating like multiple different courses so i think it's a good idea i I would i would like go if that thing happens and you could totally run this as like um you don't need to like buy the 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 restaurant. You're literally like setting up a projector and like slightly re- rearranging an existing restaurant, and then it's like asking them to make special food for that event. So you don't need to like actually like, buy a place. So that's like the business end of it. But oh, so are they going around to restaurants and doing that? That's what it looks are they, like. Are they yeah. are they stationary? Or... No, no. So, but that's cool. That's like really easy, like to branch out too. Because let me see, like, yeah. Or actually, so I think they have like some partners that they work with more. Um, but it's like different restaurants around London. It's not the same one, and they don't own it. So, I don't know. I it would go. Fun though. Yeah, I would go. I, if it was here, I would spend the the eighty dollars. It'd be like a killer date, dude. Oh, that would be so nice. Because it's I like a movie, but you're not expected to be like silent the entire time. Actually, I don't know. Would it be a killer date or not? I mean, experience. Because you're like, I don't, I don't think you're like, why, you're watching a movie which is supposed to be like a bad date, right? No, but then bad, you're yeah. eating food which is also supposed to be a bad date. But it also seems like a really interesting date. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. 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 I'll fly to London and 
Just scope it. Figure it out. Yeah, it's I'll, a business I'll, I'll expense. Go, I'll go peek through the window. Just use the. Use I, I'll, the I'll go try. I'll try it by myself, and I'll put it on the Teen Finance uh, <laughs> Platinum Amex. I'll go by myself, and then I'll like I'll think about Take it. Take me like, wow, with you, I, bro. I'll be your then, <laughs> Oh, even better. We could just put it on the the. Oh, that I have to go on the black card. I don't yeah, know. no, the they blue. might have like a line. It might be sold out, but we just drop the black <laughs> card and they let us in because we like we that. We walk in. We slam it on. We we just kind of accidentally fumble it onto the oh, table oh, oh shoot did i drop my my black oh, card my yeah, the black card's actually black crazy card. we we need one of those i need one no, of those maybe that's my goal in life you know so we've talked about um tunnel vision on this podcast before and how important it is to achieving your goals do i make my goal to get an amex black card or is that too out of my control because it's invite only like that's i, mean, I guess that's probably bad when you're setting your goals you probably want to like do stuff more in your control, you know? I think that would come as like a, a repercussion of your success, right? That's true. So I want to, maybe, I made it when I get when I get a black card. But I'll need to yeah, set goals along the way that are like tangible to get me to that spot. Yeah. You know what I saw on TikTok was this company that you send them your, um, your like lame debit cards and plastic credit cards. And they take the chip and the film and they put it onto a metal card i've seen like those a, like, a, like a nice metal card and i think it's not I, even that expensive right it's not crazy it's like like it's like 80 dollars. oh that's crazy that's crazy i mean a piece of yeah. metal dude you can get metal like metal blanks for those cards for like nothing that means they're, that makes that this business is making a lot of money maybe you start a competitor to it yeah and they just laser engrave it and then just send it back to you well yeah, i guess then you need like a cnc machine or whatever it's called yeah, or laser engraver. Like the, the, the big one on TikTok, like, does actual like designs. Like you, like you tell them your ideas, and they'll draw it for you and stuff. Make you like a custom card. So you can get a fifty-piece set of blanks on Amazon for um thirteen dollars <throat> for like metal. metal business cards, dude. That's a, that's a power move. Dude, if you say here, take my business card. It's metal, dude. Fifty pieces set of of laser mark engraved blank aluminum alloy business cards. Five colors option, dude. That's actually crazy. That's so cheap. Yo, Which we need those what, for team finance. We should Maceo. just get like a. Maceo, this is a like real. A no, no, no. This up. is a real expense we need to consider. <clears throat> that is nothing, dude. We need like all of that. I said, dude, like five times in the past. But <laughs> Don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about it, dude. Um, no, but we should we should buy those. We should get that and like that in the in the intro song that we're gonna. Get. Okay, hey, if anyone listening to the podcast right now feels like it, go make us an intro song. Otherwise, we're gonna go on a Fiverr and buy one. <laughs> um, we need an intro song because right now, like, it's there isn't one. Um, so if anyone feels like making it, go for it and send it to us. But otherwise, hopefully, we'll have one soon enough. We should just pay a guy on Fiverr to do it. What we if we got multiple it. different ones and then we let the audience pick um the best one? Maybe we get like two we or could. three. What what if we make like a whole like a whole episode out of it? You know, we like, could. Our, that's our a, that's, con- that's, that's content farming right there. That's we're we're farming. we're turning our expenses into profit by making an episode off of it. What if we just sit down for a day and just sing a bunch of songs in perfect harmony? We could. Then, we uh, could. We just harmonized started. in the past. I feel like we can oh, make this it, ourselves. It happens. We could just <laughs> maybe we do an "I'm Every Woman" remix. A little "I'm Every, <laughs> I'm every Podcast." I'm every Teen Finite now. 
All right. For people who can't see you, do you want to explain that joke? Huh? Oh, like yeah. It, it, might, it might sound a little weird. Nah, I'm every woman. <laughs> we got our, our shirts from, where was it? Um, uh, there's Old Navy, right? Yeah, we were at Old Navy after we were getting Korean barbecue for our friend Grant's birthday. And we went to Old Navy like five minutes before closing. And I go to the clearance section. And I see Whitney Houston on a shirt. And I'm like, shoot, I need that. And then I see another one. I'm like, I'm getting both of them. So then um, I walk out, Matt and I, and we're wearing I'm Every Woman shirts. And the boys are just, who they left earlier. Because like, what are these guys doing? We walk out, I'm like, I'm every woman, dude. So this is like the running joke now. I think I want that. I want a remix of this to be the intro song. <laughs> we should like, <laughs> we, we, when, we go, when we go off, I'm like, hey, can you base it off of this? And I'm just like, I'm I'm every woman. <laughs> all right what were we even talking about we were talking about the 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 taste um place i think it looks good um i would i would be down to do do it if we ever are in london which is never gonna happen who, who goes to london what do you mean? on the on the teen finance uh world tour teen oh. finance world tour right all right coming soon <laughs> coming soon to a taste film near you to, to a country near you yeah okay um donna roll i, I want to roll in the minnow tank I have one. I can go first, unless you have one that you want to go first with. I don't have one, but I can check my list. Okay. You, you you talk while I check my list. So I'll start it off here. All right. So I'm hesitant to reveal this on the podcast, but I feel like any listener who has gotten this deep into this episode deserves it. All right. So this, it's, um, I have an idea that I think will go viral at our high school. Okay. So, Mr. have you heard of the app Gas? No. All right. That's this is this is why. Okay, you haven't heard of it. Keep that in mind for later. So, Gas is actually currently the number one app on the App Store right now, and under I think it is under like at least the social media parts, being like Instagram, Snapchat, Be Real, TikTok, all that. So, this is the same app. Do you remember TBH from like years ago, like five years ago? I guess that was kind of before we were really on our phones and stuff. So it was Nikita Beer. It sounds he, kind of familiar. He made an app, and it was basically like you like to be is like TV is like to be honest. So you like share your like your crush and stuff like that. So oh, the whole point I know is like you, you can yeah. figure out um like who likes you back. And now he he sold it to like Facebook. Facebook killed it. Um, but then there was like he had a no compete for like five years, and now he's back. He released Gas. And the launch, the launch strategy is crazy, and it's actually really interesting. So, how do you make something go viral at a high school? So they launched this app. Now it has like millions and millions of downloads, but they started small. It's the same thing we talked about when we were um, talking about what you call it, um, the the party app, party animal, bond oh, finder, the one that went, the one they got like a million views on on TikTok. <laughs> That's, I, um, that was crazy. It's at so, nine fifty right now. Yeah, same same strategy. <laughs> starting small with exclusivity so they would start it at certain high schools so what they would do is they create a private instagram account called like know who your crush is and then like the high school name and then they go and follow every single person at that high school and then these people see like their high school name um in like an account so they'll follow it back all right and then they'll they'll have one guy like go camp in his truck outside of the school on a Friday and right when the students get out of school, they go and they accept every single one of the follower requests. So not everyone gets a notification at the same time on their phone. 
So like, what is this? And they all go look at the account because they all got the notification at the same time. And it's like, see who, um, see who, um, if your crush likes you back by downloading this app. So they all go download the app and they start like filling out sur- surveys and then they can like see all this information. And then how do they make money on this? You want to like be able to see who actually likes you back. All right. You'll pay like $7 a week. <laughs> and this app is made like a million dollars in a month and it's still making more, but it's going to die soon. Um, because I don't know, instantly like people are like spreading, like, I think it was literally just like fake news about it. Um, but long, the, the purpose of the story is to show like, this is like the launch strategy. And my idea is I think once this app gets to the point where it's like big and like full on now, it's like, like it's pretty, it's gone to the point where it's not like high school exclusive anymore. I think that this idea is better not scaled. I think it belongs on a small scale. So, um, what I think I'm, I, I have an idea for the next Facebook and I want to launch it at SoCal. So I want to make a, a primitive version of this app. I don't even know if it's going to be an app. It might be a website. Uh, no, I want to do an app because then we can do microtransactions really easily. So okay. it's going to be like, who likes you back and how the app is going to work. It's going to be the back end code is going to be pretty simple. You're going to put in names of people that you have a crush on, like five or something. And then you're going to put in your name. And if there's a match of your name and if, if, if you put in your crush's name and your crush puts in your name, only then will each of you get a notification saying that that happened. And otherwise, your crush will never know. So it's totally secure. And then we'll encrypt everyone's information. So it's all like secure and everything. And um, we just made, we were literally like Cupid, just making matches all day. And I think that's as far as we go with it it just it belongs as just like a short viral thing that happens and then it's done and i think trying to expand up beyond that is it's possible but also i think we add microtransactions so it'll be like you found a match it'll be like this person likes you back um and then you'll pay one dollar to figure out who it is okay so i was thinking that as you were saying it right you know how you you can only see if someone matches you back if you match them as well right no, so i tag on so, tinder but the thing is like people will show up on your feed who already like swiped on you sometimes you know so then you can get like a general idea so that's like the way that it's like kind of like tinder for for high schoolers but also not just because you literally have no clue who um has a crush on you and and, and when you say you have a crush on someone it's no risk because it's only going to go through if there is a mutual connection. I don't know. I feel like it's Dub's idea. What if they could pay? Would they pay like $20 a week to see who... To see everyone who has a crush on them? Who has a crush on them. Yeah, so that's like the premium. So yeah, that, the, but you give it like three weeks first, and then you roll that out. No, no. I think you roll that out like a couple days after. Well, Because <clears> it needs to be well taught. This, this kind oh, of true, stuff is dead true. by that's three true. weeks. Oh, that's true. Maybe I think like day two or three. I just meant like to get people to like actually use the app. Mm, I know. I I think I see this app being short lived. Like I don't see. It, I oh see yeah. This, like, oh being, yeah. Like, a temporary it wouldn't, it wouldn't, thing. No, it wouldn't last a long time. So I think day one you have the one dollar paywall for any matches, but then day three you roll out a five dollar a week subscription where you can see everyone who's saying they have a crush on you. 
But then will that's that make? Mm, I don't know. No, that's what I said. So you should wait for people to submit their things, and then uh, then you run into legal just... problems if in the if you like claim that people are only gonna know if they like you back. You know, so it kind of defeats the purpose. But uh, money, but money. That's true. But money. But money. Money. Maybe we just do like we we could you could totally roll out like the the hottest person of each gender based off of like who gets the most or like awards like that. That's what oh, it's like on funny. on gas. That's what it's like on the gas app. On the like gas people app. like vote like it's like the whole thing is like you're gassing up your friends, so it's like good. It's not like evil in any way. Like it's only good things. So that's cool. I don't know. I think I think like a local version of this just completely stealing the idea on the launch strategy and then killing it would be like a troll local thing to try. I'm gonna do this at some point. So anyone listening to this pod, if this happens in the future, you know who it was. But uh, I don't I don't have the like, skills to make like a, a a really good looking app right now. So it'll wait. I'll recruit some of the boys from CS Club and we'll make it happen. It'll it'll come out <laughs> later this year or next year. Maybe, if I even just even I don't know. This could just be like a dumb idea that I have, and it's never actually gonna happen. But I'm thinking about it. I mean, it's a good idea. It's a it's like a cool idea. I'm I'm sure it'll it would work for a little bit. That's the point. I'm not I'm not planning on yeah. having it work for more than a little bit. Yeah, you can make some. You can take some quick cash out of it and just run off. Literally, it costs a hundred dollars. To publish an app on the app store and get like the apple developer kit so it would like it would literally just be to pay that off i like honestly i don't care about the money i think it would just be cool to have something go viral like that yeah that would be i cool. like i like small pond virality small pond virality is pretty fun that's what happens with all like the the videos that i make for the school and it's kind of the same idea everyone needs some small yeah. pond syndrome in their life and if you don't have it like get on that man just a little bit of it <laughs> like when the, like when this podcast just absolutely blows up then no we're 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 we're, we're, we're blown up here. sorry we're, 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 we're ocean over here we're ocean all right do you have any ideas <clears throat> any yeah i do okay. so <laughs> i i kind of came up on this came up with this as i was walking to record the podcast today okay and um respect so so let me let me preface this a little bit so my uncle he lives in guyana it's a country in south america it's mm-hmm. right next to like venezuela Suriname. we need to go there at some point we should It'd go be on so a boys trip to guyana and like have your uncle host us sure he has space it'd be fun yeah, but let's do it yeah but um what he does he's a he has like a farm everyone every single person there has a farm mm-hmm. but um he has a farm and he's um he breeds racehorses is can we his bet on them yeah you can can we, um, dude, we should go there and gamble. What's the what's the age? Uh, I don't think they care. <laughs> We're about to, dude. I'm about to gamble. <clears throat> I'm scheming but, already, um, man. Yeah, I, he's he's out of horses right now. He was, but he just sold his um his super fast race horse. I guess it won like the Guyana National Tournament or something. It, okay. it, it's fast though. Race racing is a big thing there, and he sold it for, I think like two hundred thousand Guyanese dollars. But it's Guyanese dollars, not US. I think they, I don't know the exchange rate. It's like 200,000 Guyanese to USD. It's pretty low, I think. 200,000. Oh, it's, that's about That's a $1,000 horse. Oh, I put an extra zero. Yeah. Okay. So it's a $1,000 horse, right? And this this is a fast horse. 
Uh-huh. And the average price of a racehorse in America is $75,000. So it it's more expensive here. People want racehorses here. I see arbitrage opportunity. It, exactly. So my whole idea is you go you go down to Guyana, you find these <laughs> you find these farmers, right? And you help you help, you, you help them out. You pay them 2,000 for a horse. Average price 1,000. You pay them 2,000 cuz you're taking them away. You take these horses, you come to America, but we sell it for 50 grand, 70 grand, 80 they're grand. Not. There has to be some crazy like um no, like no, no. livestock sure import laws surrounding that. I'm sure there is, but I'm sure you could figure it out because this could be it could be so lucrative. I'm sure you can make so much money to the point where you could bribe border control. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's just my, that's my big dog in the backseat. Here we go. We need a submarine for this, right? So we need like a narco sub, but instead of taking cocaine, we're taking racehorses. <laughs> and <laughs> No, that's actually crazy arbitrage though. If like the if like the the fastest horse on the block in Guyana is a thousand dollars, that's actually dude. And that's mad yeah, arbitrage. So th- that was my my thought. I know there's gonna be a lot of legal problems and repercussions with that, but you, it, a race horse would be worth more here. Is what I'm saying. Literally and, one horse, and you've and you've made a, like a year's salary. I guess yeah. you know you need like a team though. You need like a team of a like team, yeah. of like former Navy SEALs. You need like a submarine. It would be pretty trolla. But like I don't know, the Border Patrol, like in Guyana and like Suriname, I guess, which is like kinda in that water area, they they do not care. Well, I'm talking with the US border control. I think it's yeah, no yeah, problem yeah. getting out of there. It's the problem of getting into the United States. Hmm. hmm. What if we put on a boat, went diagonal? What if we put Florida? it on a helicopter? And we like tie the horse? With a little harness, and we and we fly it. We go up to like forty thousand feet, and we give the horse like an oxygen tank, and then we fly him in. That would, that's the way to do it, dude. Okay, okay. So I'm looking at a map here, right? So what if we just? <laughs> I'm looking at a map here. So what if we just go down, right? We go diagonally across, and we kind of just like catch ourselves. Like we go, we go, we can stop off in the Caribbean and we mm-hmm. just like come straight up into Florida, right? I feel you. And, and once we're in Florida, the, the horses are free. They're, they're well, we have Florida. to be, we have to be careful because if we land in like the Everglades, then they're going to get eaten by gators. Can't have our, our racehorses be getting eaten by gators. That's a $100 horse. Once it's, I'm $100,000 horse once it's in the U.S. You're right. I think or, we go to Alabama. There's no way to care there. They're too distracted. No, with their they, cousins. they don't. Okay, here's my other attack plan, is we go. <laughs> um, keep going. Uh, keep going. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so we go up into Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not getting anything in from Mexico either, dude. <laughs> There's no way if we no, it's this it's the same level of difficulty. Or you want to like ride them through like the part where there's no wall? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, facts. And the ops can't catch you because you're on the fastest horse of all time. <laughs> so you go you go through the part where there's no wall, and you're on the fastest horse of all time. So. If these if these ops try to catch you in their Ford Bronco, like you're a real Bronco, dude, so you can get out of there like easily, dude. And then Average like, racehorse speed is forty four miles per hour. Ah, uh, we got dude. We're bringing the Broncos to Gapplebee's. 
like straight. But they're gone. They're on the sand. They're sliding around. These ho- these ponies, they're ready to. This is what they're meant for. Is getting they're, they're, racing through the desert. They are bred to be raised through the desert. I, I'm telling you, man, we're we're home free. What other like, arbitrage opportunities? Are? This is like the thing is 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 fantastic as fantastic as this idea is. It also relates like the larger topic. I hope everyone knows what arbitrage is, or this is making no sense. It's basically idea that like you buy one asset in a place where it is cheaper and sell it where it is higher. This is like a lot of people have gotten rich off of arbitrage, like the the richest one of the richest families of all times, the Rothschilds. Um, they did like arbitrage with some currency, I think, or maybe it was like bonds. But that's how they made like a lot of their money. You know when you go and buy a video game off like CD keys or something, if you want to go like get yeah. Rainbow Six Siege for like a, a couple dollars, or you want to go get a Windows key. If you want to go activate your Windows, but you don't want to pay a hundred something dollars, don't tell Microsoft this. But like, yeah, dude, you just go to CD keys and you go get like an one. It's like gray market, like basically in places like Africa, like and where else, like India and basically a lot of places in the southern hemisphere that aren't as developed and um aren't like rich western countries um you windows is not as expensive so then you go and take those like keys and you go and sell them for like ten dollars oh is that how it works is that yeah that's why they're so cheap also they steal credit cards that's the other way but (laughs) (laughs) do they yeah yeah (laughs) it's like dope though that's like fire because it's like like money because like yeah it's like like cheap windows but um mm-hmm. oh i kind of thought that they just um bought like bulk like like, like they found like windows keys on sale and they bought them in nah, bulk. no they, they buy them in like, that was my thought but other that, that makes more sense that's more sustainable yeah, it's great yeah. market which is like but like w because <laughs> i feel like arbitrage with like my racehorse sense i feel like it's like morally not that wrong though because like you could be paying a lot more money to a country with a lesser amount of money like and then you're just enabling and then what you're doing is you're bringing racehorses so you can enable gambling which is also just like extremely morally correct because gambling is like everyone knows like gambling is really good yeah you you can you can win three thousand percent but you can only lose a (laughs) hundred percent that is so true (laughs) that is the greatest quote i've ever heard and also when you gamble do you know that like 90 percent of gamblers quit right before they strike it big (laughs) that's real dude I kid you not. In 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 AP stats, my entire table, all we talk about is gambling and how much we love gambling. And whenever we have an opportunity, we bring it up. And Aston is just like, "What is going on?" You but, should bring up my point of. Uh, I'm gonna talk about racehorses to I'm, tomorrow in stats. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them about racehorse arbitrage because I think it's the new big it's- thing. No, but seriously, Maceo, we need to go to um to Guyana, and we need to go. I want to go see this this horse. Is it like um, uh, majestic? Like, <laughs> does he get like majestic, like white horses that go just like actually a call? It's it's brown. It has a little diamond on his forehead. It's, it's pretty it's like majestic. Uzi? Yeah, <laughs> a diamond on his forehead. It's like <clears throat> vision. <laughs> vision. <laughs> little Uzi Vert. Nah. Um. Uzi. I think his diamond got ripped off. Yeah. No, it did. He it, it literally got like ripped off or fell out or something. Someone, someone, someone Thanos him. Someone stole it. Yeah, no, like someone Thanos. actually did. Yeah. I, I will take your diamond. I think he was crowd surfing. Someone yeah, he was crowd surfing. Someone just yoinked it. No, but then I think he got it back. All right. I think the racehorse arbitrage, that was one of the greatest things that has ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> um, 
I want to end on that. That was a high note. I have to go do my A push. I have to go read about um the South now. More mm. Alabama, dude. Always. Arbitrage. Always finds a way to my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap. We'll see you next week. Mark your calendars, people. Um, later. <laughs> later. Later.